so here's our first episode of do we have a name yet is it the organizers podcast yeah i think we do i think we can call it organizers podcast okay so our goal here is to talk about running events organizing events um be them networking and social events or panels or educational instructional monthly meetups uh, there's a variety of things, but uh, both of us have some experience in it, and uh, we want to share that and discuss that topic with you guys, uh, all of our listeners. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm Corey Moss. And I'm Sergey Chernyshev. Uh, so tune in every month. Soon you'll be able to subscribe on iTunes and all that kind of good stuff. Um, but here this month, we just wanted to start talking about um, whether you should even start running a, a regular event or running a meetup and uh, some of the things to keep in mind when you think about it. So, Sergey, I know you now currently run two meetups here in New York City. Is that right? Uh, yeah, actually, I officially organized three, but the third one is stagnant. But, uh, yeah, uh, two popular groups. One is New York Web Performance Meetup, talking about fast websites, why to do that, uh, why we need them, and how to do that. And another one is uh, New York Social Media Meetup, uh, talking about social media, obviously. Nice. And what's the what's the third one that doesn't... Yeah, the third one is called Media Wiki Meetup. Um, we kind of didn't didn't push it enough, and it's kind of niche topic. So um, maybe eventually we will. Right, do it one a, once a year yeah. or something. Yeah, I have a co-organizer, and we kind of uh, want to do that together, but uh, it didn't work out that well yet. So gotcha, gotcha. Um, so. Uh, uh, and I run a, a monthly meetup here for musicians, teaching them how to use digital tools and the internet and that kind of thing to learn how to market themselves, promote themselves, and collaborate and find people to work with and sell their CDs and all that kind of good stuff. So, um, so that's that's my experience. And then actually, I'm I'm planning a, a conference this year too, which will be a first time for me. Um, mm-hmm. Something a oh. little bigger. Mm-hmm. Why did you Why did you start this? Uh, you are a musician, are you? Yes, I am. Uh, DJ and I produce dance music, and so I looked around because it got to the point where I said, you know, what, I want to be not just hanging out with other musicians in a social setting. You know, I know a lot of musicians who are making it. You know, they're not. Uh, Lady Gaga or Britney Spears or whoever, but uh, are definitely making a living at being musicians, uh, some of them touring, some of them as session musicians, some of them putting out CDs and, and promoting their own music, and some of them, uh, you know, just working with other people's music or recording it, engineering it or whatever. I said, these people are have a lot to offer, uh, and they could teach me, and I'm sure there are other people that would love to hear you know, hear their knowledge. Um, and so I looked around, I looked on meetup.com, uh, just did a, a pretty thorough Google search and found that there was not out there a, uh, 
a specific spe- uh, monthly event that covered these kind of topics. Uh, there were annual conferences. Uh, there were things that in and in other cities, and they were expensive, that kind of thing. So I said, let me see if I can start something monthly. That would be pretty cheap. Yeah, yeah. It's basically similar for me. You know, I I started my first meetup, which is New York Web Performance Group, because I realized that this niche that I got interested in um, recently, uh, back then, it was recently back then. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, funny enough, there was no local community. There was no place to learn about it, and um, the topic itself is also pretty. Um, unusual and can kind of uh, was new to the mass uh, mass development community, I should say. Yeah, so it, there was no good niche for it. So I decided to um, step up, uh, I should say, and say, "Hey guys, we should meet." It's there is no, uh, you know, there is no way we should w- wait f- uh, a year for next conference or you know keep quiet to our own offices, desks, and so on. We should we should talk about it. Right. So I think there's, I mean, from both of our experience, it sounds like there's a definite advantage to picking something that you're interested in um, or, or using that as a starting place, Going, looking around, going, here's something that I want, I want to learn from. I know that uh, Graham Lawler, who runs Ultralight Startups, another really big meetup here in New York City, um, in particular, every month he brings in a panel who are going to talk about the exact topic that he's trying to learn about this month. So uh, he uses his own passion for the topic to, to really drive the events. And I also think that um, you know, running a meetup is, is pretty tough work. People don't realize how much uh, effort it takes, but um, you know, you're going to need that kind of passion to uh, get over the humps and uh, get through the events when nobody shows up and you know, stay, stay really interested and passionate about it. Yeah, I think passion is a key uh, to to this, at least for the first few events that you organize. <laughs> I don't know, maybe it gets easier when you have, uh, you know, uh, m- too many of them, you know, uh, although I doubt. <laughs> uh, yeah. And um, passion is a key, I believe. I mean, uh, kind of, f- you have to feel that the topic you're covering, you will be able to go there even if no one is interested, even if uh, there is no venue or even if it's raining outside and uh, um, for whatever reason you, like, you go out of the building to go to the meetup instead of home, you know. Right. You you should be the most passionate out of the whole group at least, you know. Um, Yeah, you've got to be your own uh, your own biggest fan. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So when you when you started yours, so you actually uh, you started one and you inherited uh, the other one, right? Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, for the first one, yeah, starting was easy, right? Uh, kind of. I actually even before that, I checked quite a few other kind of uh, directions of where to go with this web technology um, discussions that I wanted to have. Um, I kind of checked uh, other groups uh, like for JavaScript and uh, uh, other web technologies and uh, kind of uh, picking kind of the area of the ex- of the expertise uh, that I can provide and I can judge normally to invite good speakers and stuff like that. And uh, um, I saw that... Um, 
you know, some some niches are pretty covered with sometimes even several groups uh, like JavaScript. We have New York JavaScript, Brooklyn JavaScript group. Um, I think there's another one not on the meetup.com and stuff like that. So that was um, clearly not a good idea to yeah. start another one. I, I was considering going as a co-organizer, actually, you know, for those, but uh, not having enough... Uh, JavaScript hands-on experience, I kind of decided to leave it to people who are more capable of that. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, uh, I also went to another group called Web Standards Meetup and stuff like that. So uh, it's it's always a good idea to look at other groups when you start a new one, the, uh, you know, um, uh, and see if someone else uh, is already organizing and helping them. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Like, even if your topic ends up being covered in the umbrella of a bigger uh, a bigger meetup. So if uh, you're interested in the jQuery library, to get really nerdy here for a minute, yeah. um, that might get covered within the, the broader scope of JavaScript. Or if you're interested in um, Italian cooking, that might be covered in the broader scope of a cooking meetup, um, yeah. something like that. Yeah, so that's a good point. Searching online and then also... Um, going to some of the other events that are going on that are related or, or sort of um, similar and seeing if, if the people, um, if they're, the topics are already being covered. Yeah, and sometimes actually you, you pick a good point of uh, the narrow topic like jQuery, right? Sometimes it might not be good to pick a very narrow topic because uh, there's nothing better than having a few people joining you. And if they're only couple uh, people, uh, if it's hard to get traction with only a very narrow topic, it would be pretty hard to um, drive the community. You know, you will be frustrated to the first, uh, first and then the, probably with you frustrated, group will not go very far. Yep. You know, uh, which partially happened to MediaWiki group that we tried uh, to organize. Um, on the other hand, picking a very broad group, uh, broad topic too, might might not be that good. It's kind of like um, it it will probably have a lot of uh, uh, comp competitors, if you can call it, mm -hmm. uh, in the area, and uh, kind of uh, it will probably be easier to find speakers and stuff like that. But community might not be that uh, engaging. Yep. You know, community will kind of feel oh, yet another group about whatever web technology or business or music, I don't know. Sure. Um, so uh, so it's pr you probably should think of how to pick a right topic that is broad enough but narrow uh, from another perspective. Sure. And I think uh, um, continuing with your idea of, of going to other meetups uh, in similar topics, that's a great way to gauge interest. So when I first started my music or my meetup for musicians, I talked to all of my musician friends, obviously, but then I also went to the other meetups that I could find that were for musicians. Some were just social events for DJs. Uh, one was for uh, web technologies or technologies in general in, in the context of music. But mm -hmm. so I went, I met the other promoters uh, talked to them about what I was thinking about doing, uh, checked out their group, but then also got in the mix and, and talked to the people in attendance and said, hey, I, in addition to this, would you, might, would you be interested in coming to a meetup that covered 
you know, and then went on to describe the meetup that I was proposing to do. And when I felt like I got a, enough people that said, yeah, that'd be really interesting. And, um, you know, then it, then it made me really decide that I had something there, basically vetting the idea. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because sometimes, you know, we are, we know our niche interest very well and, uh, feel very excited about it, but maybe, you know, it's not that popular, uh, outside of your brain, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, and, um, kind of, uh, it still doesn't stop you from uh, from from organizing the group. Uh, frankly, as I always say at the meetups, if one person came, it's good enough for me. Yeah, you know. Um, but um, I think to keep this uh, thing going, you, you should have some kind of um, some feedback from others and like kind of see where where people interested what they're not interested in it will help also with organizing later on to see what are the topics you want to cover at sessions you know at your sessions but uh, that's uh, a great point like ask people you know if you were to come to an event like this what would you want to learn about or uh what were the, what are the kind of people that you would want to meet there yeah yeah that's great yeah another thing um during the search for the group um uh, especially on meetup.com which already provides a good platform for search and kind of a lot of groups are in there um uh sometimes you find like a large group of with particularly interesting topic but they didn't have an event for like a year or two you mm -hmm. know uh, it happens uh probably because organizers you know lost interest or they moved away to another city which happens funny enough happens quite often you know yeah um and uh, at that point um you need to check if uh, it matches what you're interested in and uh, um maybe that's the way maybe it's the best way because the uh, group is already assembled people are already subscribed and if uh, um you can take it over um you can just email the organizer or sometimes Sometimes if they step down, you will get an email. Um, uh, if you are one of the subscriber, uh, one of the members of the group, mm -hmm. so stepping up might be a good idea in there as well. You know, yeah. that's how my social media meetup started. Actually, um, I got uh, uh, I, I was relatively frustrated that the group I signed up for didn't have sessions for a while, and when organizers stepped down, um, I just stepped up, <laughs> you nice. know, and said, "You we should we should do that." And it's being what? Actually, it was stagnant for a while with me as well. But then <laughs> I, I decided that no, no way. I stepped up. There is no way I'm gonna drop it. So right, yeah. So and it's been half a year already. It's it's going pretty well. Excellent, excellent. You you were speaking at the last event, by the way, right? Yes, yes, I did. Thank, <laughs> thank you, thank you very much for coming, <laughs> and thank you for having me. Yeah, that was yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, so that actually uh, leads to another good point: is um, as you are starting to think about. Uh, about the event that you want to run, um, something to keep in mind is the format. So also as you're visiting other meetups is to look at um, whether you want it to be a networking event, whether you want it to be a panel, whether you want speakers. I know that for my um, meetup for musicians, um, I, first of all, I wanted it to be educational. I wanted it to have presenters. But I went to lots and lots of meetups, lots of different topics, and tried to see what, what I felt worked and what didn't. 
Um, so while my meetup is still pretty small, I average usually about 20, 25 people, uh, it's small enough that I can still have people introduce themselves. Uh, and I stole that idea from a couple of other meetups that I went to where I noticed that even beyond wearing a name tag, uh, by having people introduce themselves and also uh, d say a little something about you know what they're working on or what they're struggling with or you know something that basically ex exposes them as a human and it isn't just a little an opportunity for marketing, um, people off afterwards will go and seek out the the person that struck their interest or uh, has something in common or has something they need or has a question that they can answer. Um, so anyway, it was just one of those little format things that I said, ooh, I want that, you know, and, and took that from, from a like I said, a couple of meetups that I went to. But um, meanwhile, going to other meetups, I saw panels and I don't, I don't care for panels. I don't think that anybody gets enough, uh, enough time to talk. Uh, so I chose to have presenters, that kind of thing. So basically, go and and you know steal other people's ideas, see what see what works, and then incorporate it into your own. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it's uh, funny you mentioned the uh, uh, the talk about yourself kind of uh, uh, tradition at some uh, some events. I think it's a great great. Uh, um, opportunity because um, a lot of times people look at this uh, organizer as kind of the only authority in there. In reality, it's not the organizer; it's everyone in the group that uh, kind of make the community, make up the community, right? So um, they, it's very important to give everyone ability to talk about themselves and uh, not everyone is <laughs> as open and uh, easy easy to talk about themselves as organizers maybe <laughs> you know true true but, but uh, so it's very good to give the opportunity it gets a little harder when you have a larger group um, yes because it takes time but uh, I, I saw some good example of adaptation Ad uh, adaptation of this method at New York Tech Meetup, where um, uh, the alternative is just turn left and turn right and talk to the person sitting next to you. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. know that that worked very well too. Uh, although New York Tech Meetup is like what seven hundred members, yes. seven hundred people at each event, so it's <laughs> they don't have any other option. So, but no, I think yeah, that point's very valid. Like offering. Uh, a five-minute slot dedicated to talking to the people around you is yeah. uh, is great. Yeah, um, so I think it's important to, even if you pick like a very kind of one-way communication like presentations, like both of my meetups actually, um, you should still um, kind of create a community around the topic. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I don't feel very good about networking-only events. Frankly, in my view, it's a little bit kind of uh, slacking on the on organizing yeah yep. <laughs> you know but um, network I always have networking parts uh, like at the end after after the talk when people can talk to each other can talk to a speaker and stuff like that so, yeah I think that's really important yeah. so think about format that's uh, kind of that's kind of important the peak pick and choose from everybody else's uh, groups uh, and that's why going to other groups again yeah a pretty good uh, pretty good idea and and a topic you started to touch on is uh be open to feedback and be open to change so when as you are running your event obviously you're going to organize it the way that you think uh fits best but you are leading a group of people you know 
you should you should be open to uh, hearing suggestions and modifying your format if if you think it makes sense. I mean, it's still yeah. your group, but yeah. um, definitely you know there's a lot to be said for that because it's uh, benefit from other people's good ideas and, and help make the group better. Yeah. And to some degree, um, uh, you might think that it's, uh, it's you who serve them, not the other way around, right? You organize them, but you, you are not the one who, who is the main authority kind of, yep. uh, it humbles you a little and makes <laughs> and helps a lot because that way people get, uh, people will come will be much more interested in in what you what you are creating yeah i think it, it definitely helps you know like we said earlier about you being passionate you should be the biggest fan uh it helps you run a better event because you you want to get something out of it too and if you're on the side of the people who are in attendance then they know that you're going to do your best to run a great event and if a presenter uh, is terrible, you might cut them off a little early. Or uh, if somebody asks a question that rambles, you might cut them off a little early. Or, you know, you're going to do a lot to facilitate a good event, not just because it's your job, but also because sincerely, you also know that you've only got two hours and you want to uh, get something done. You want to, you know, learn something. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so you actually said you, you had, with one of your meetups, you have a, uh, a partner. Yeah, yeah. Um, What's your actually, experience with running an event by yeah. yourself versus uh, with somebody? Yeah, it's kind of a hard uh, question because I still struggle with the um, good way of finding partners and stuff like that. Um, I have a feeling that to start, you should probably start alone uh, because it, if you don't have enough passion yourself, then maybe you shouldn't start. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Having a partner helps getting that passion and peer pressure and all, but sometimes it might not help because uh, maybe your passion was higher than his and like they're dragging in the, the yep. group and stuff like that. So um, you should probably start with a partner if you are very if you feel that both of you are very passionate about the topic, uh, because having a partner will definitely put um, some additional all pressure on you but it will also help you with organizing you know there mm -hmm. are a lot of tasks that you covering alone is pretty tiresome um, yeah but um uh, still you know partners are very important later on as well so think how you will be recruiting the partners later right you know right. um probably it's pretty important strategy i know some of i actually organized kind of a organizers of web performance meetups so I, they kind of help other teams in other cities to organize theirs mm -hmm. and uh, i know some of them are pretty pretty good at uh, at inviting other organizers and um, joining joining effort uh, on uh, organizing so and but others like me unfortunately <laughs> not very good at it uh, and uh, i'm having trouble uh, you know having people to commit to um, to helping out Hopefully right. it will change soon, but uh, it is it is pretty big challenge even for people who organized for a while. So, yeah, I ran into the same thing. I started note working with a partner, but he got busy, um, and I think that and he, I mean he was very passionate about it, but life got in the way, and that's understandable. This is not our day job. This is something we do for fun. 
and uh, but it kept us it, it hindered our progress for a long time so I think having in retrospect I would have said okay I'm the leader and you be an advisor or uh, you know I'll be the senior partner and you be the junior partner um, having I feel like having one person uh, truly make the decisions or at least having the um, a prearranged ag agreement that you know each of you can make decisions uh, independently because you both know and trust that you've got the group as your number one priority um, would help you know yeah um, I mean I hate to make it sound too much like running a business or something but in many ways it is <laughs> you know actually um, it's it did remind me of running a business, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So Pretty you know, similar. so it's something to keep in mind. You want to, you know, it, it sounds like I'm trying to take the fun out of it because most of the time these are pretty casual and you're going, hey, let's just start a thing. But uh, inevitably, that's going to lead to to more problems than uh, than it's worth. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with passion uh, and just starting starting anything. It's kind of like that's the main and the most important. Uh, um, uh, think here. Have a passion for thing for this, brain. But um, also very important is uh, to keep it running, and mm. that's why uh, you want to think of: Will I be running it in uh, three months, six months, a year from now? Mm -hmm. um, one of the advice that I can give is um, uh, schedule the events. Six months from now, if you if you can, if you are in the topic pretty well in the topic, you can even give them topic names and like uh, the themes for whatever. If it's a, a, a speaker session or if it's uh, even just a party kind of event or networking event, you can come up with themes for six months in a row, and uh, um, that will keep you going. It mm -hmm. will keep people interested. They will see that you're serious about it, and. Uh, First of all, you can always change if it didn't work out for next month. Uh, you can change the topic, right? It's right. not a problem. But at least uh, you, it will help you pick, uh, start working on it in, in advance and keep going, which is more important. Yeah, I think having momentum uh, is is a real real important thing. Um, as you t um, book a venue and start planning them out in advance, plan them out two, three months in advance, uh, because it's a, it removes the mental block. You can start to envision it, and this is something to keep in mind as you're consider, even considering starting a meetup or a regular event. Is your own commitment? Are you in fact committed to doing this for 12 months, slogging through it? You know, even if a, five people show up every month, are you gonna? Are you in it for the long haul? Um, and you, you need to decide that you are, because it's again, it it sounds like fun, and it is fun, but. Uh, it's also a lot of work and, and that on top of a day job or on top of if you've got kids or a girlfriend or whatever it might be, you know, you're going to want to make this a priority. Otherwise, you know, save yourself the time and, uh, you know, and maybe don't bother or like, like you've said, Sergey, um, you know, help somebody else run one that already exists or something. Yeah, it like might that. be it might be a good alternative. You will be still in the community. You will still attend the group, but you will not have a burden of running a group. Uh, you know, um, although that being said, uh, running a group is awesome. 
you know? <laughs> I, I don't want us uh, to sound like, oh, guys, you know, think twice before you do that. You know, no, not really. There are a lot of benefits to that as well, um, to running a group. So, yeah. um, from being prominent prominent person in the industry or uh, making connections within with others finding jobs being you know even even finding sponsorships to pay for for your time and stuff like that or other things you know yep. so uh, there's a lot of, there are a lot of benefits of running a group yeah definitely um, mm-hmm. meeting a lot of people uh, learning a lot uh, I try to follow the same model as I mentioned earlier where I bring in speakers who have a answer to a question that I want to ask, and and that that drives me. That that encourages me every month to to really put on a great event so that I learn something and and I know other people can walk away having learned stuff too. Exactly. My father always told taught me, never pay for education. Let it make sure that education also pays you. Oh, uh, nice. And this is one of the examples uh, of that learn and get uh, and still get something out of it instead of just blindly paying for it yeah that's great yeah. <laughs> um so I, I think we'll wrap up here it's been half an yeah. hour um some of the topics that we are going to cover in the future is uh you know some of the tech and and websites and tools that you can use to run better events um we're going to be talking about dealing with venues finding them um Serving food, serving alcohol, um, how to promote your event, how to get people to show up, and uh, and many more topics. So, yeah. uh, and, and hopefully we'll invite uh, others to talk, to talk as well. Maybe people who organize other groups, or um, maybe we'll talk to people at meetup.com and invite them as well. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And just like the way we run our meetups, we're definitely interested in feedback. So. Uh, again, once we're on iTunes, please give us a good rating because you love us. Uh, but also send us emails and tell us the type of topics that you're interested in in hearing uh, hearing about, and we'll either try to answer the questions ourselves or we'll bring in people who can uh, can help you out. So uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. This has been the Organizers Podcast. Please leave us a review on iTunes. Intro music is provided by Fresh Body Shop under the Creative Commons license.